All right. Thank you, Stuby, very, very much. And uh, let me send a message to somebody who's going to meet me for a, well, anyway, doesn't matter. Um, running errands, it's called. Um, we are here to talk about the plants at your place, and we thank Baylor Scott and White for sponsoring this uh, second hour of the program. And I would like to invite you to uh, give me a call right now. We cleared the lines out at the end of that hour, last hour, and they haven't filled back in again. This has been a strange, strange morning. Mike and I were talking off the air about that, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. So please uh, give a call, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. And uh, give a call right now. You can be on the air very shortly. I'm going to do my SPCA of, te- uh, of Texas Pet of the Week, and then we'll go to calls, or not. <laughs> At this time of year, 44 years of doing this program, I've learned that this is what happens in the fall. doesn't bother me at all. Well, it bothers me because it uh, involves filling in a little bit uh, time-wise, but it doesn't uh, worry me at all because I know the listeners are there. I see the ratings, and I know it's strong, but uh, it would be nice to have calls. 800-288-9227. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Caspian. That's a uh, just a wonderful name. This 65-pound, five-year-old mixed-breed gentleman is a big, lovable goofball who enjoys playing, playing, and more playing. Caspian loves running around outside, playing his toys with his toys and soaking up the sunshine. He likes chasing balls, but he hasn't really caught the hang of fetch yet. Caspian always has a big, silly smile on his face that gets even bigger when you pull out a handful of yummy treats for him. Caspian is looking for a home with a fenced-in yard for him to play in. I think I get that picture when it's not too hot outside, of course. Caspian would like a home with kids 12 and up who would like to meet dogs in the home first. And he would like to meet the dogs in the home first to see if they can keep up with his energetic play style. They invite you to bring all members of the family, dogs included, to meet him. Thanks to a grant, you can adopt Caspian or any other dog or cat from the SPCA of Texas shelters for $25 through today. It says until October 10. Check your calendar, folks. That's today. Caspian is waiting today. Is this the 10th? Check my calendar. I think it is. Yeah, it's the 10th. Um, just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Caspian has been neutered, microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He's vaccinated. Good for him. He will be waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive. That's at I-30 west of Hampton Road. The Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available for by, by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. They invite you to browse the SPCA of Texas available animals at spca.org slash findapet and spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. I want to go back and revisit how you would find Caspian. Go to spca.org slash findapet and you're looking for Caspian, C-A-S-P-I-A-N, and uh, he is a 65-pound, five-year-old mixed breed. And uh, they are, last time I looked, they were grouped according to weight. And uh, and you need his name also. So there you are. He's at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center, and he's a goofball. 
I don't think they sort them by goofballs, but but he goes in that category. And uh, that report is sponsored today by the great people of Advanced Foundation Repair. Nobody wants to have a house that is crumbling. This would have been great for the uh, three little pigs. Advanced Foundation Repair. They can make your house whole once again. If you have a foundation that isn't holding up, literally, to the test of time, you need Advanced Foundation Repair to come out and check the foundation for you. You say, well, we have a wood floor down. How can they check the foundation? They can do it. They know. They have the tools. They have the uh, the equipment to do so. Same with carpet. Carpet covers so many sins, but it won't hide the uh, the fact that you have cracks in the foundation from the tools and devices of advanced foundation repair. I know that from firsthand experience because they found a crack. They found cracks in our uh, foundation of our sunroom that we didn't know existed, and they were significant cracks. It was a two-inch drop from one corner to the caddy corner opposite side of the of the room. They made that room, they made our house whole once again and stopped all of our problems that we were having. Advanced foundation repair. People tell me that uh, they are so grateful for the referral to them because in, in many cases they say, hey, they, they told us we didn't have foundation problems. Thank you because other companies had told us we did, and here's what they were going to charge. Other people say, well, they found that we did have a problem, but look at this bid. It is so affordable compared to these other bids that we got. It's reports like that. And then it's reports that come in five years later. They solved the problem and we're so happy with the work that they did. It's reports like that that just really empower me to tell you the good news of Advanced Foundation Repair. Their phone number is 214-333-0003. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com, plural. foundationrepairs.com, 214-333-0003, Advanced Foundation repair. Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what healthcare workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now back to Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. And we go back to our phone lines. Lines are filled right now. Thank you for that. Let's go to Todd in San Antonio, where I was born. Todd, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Enjoy the show. Makes for a pleasant uh, car ride. Thank My you. My question is uh, about a grass or a weed. I think it's called Dallas grass. It makes a, a tall stalk and a, and a fine kind of seed head and seems to pop up overnight to grow like crazy this time of year. Um, <clears throat> number one, is that, is that the right name for this stuff? And is there any way to con- pre-emergently control it or, or, or spray it to keep it down? Well, let's try to identify it first because that um, that concerns me a little bit. Uh, I would never classify Dallas grass as having a fine seed head. Uh, when did you see the first seed head this year? It's probably been shooting up like crazy for about the last two months or so, maybe maybe six weeks. All right. Um, and do these... Do these parts of this seed head kind of look like if you were trying to hold a, if you were trying to make a cone with your fingers uh, and hold a very large ball bearing or a tennis ball or something, is that the way they form on the end of the of the stem? No, they're more like a, 
the stalk is fairly tall and then it has a maybe three or four little offshoots at the top of it with, with some very fine black seeds on them. All right. Uh, and the seeds, the little black specks are on disc-like seeds? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That's Dallas Grace. You got it. The uh, the black peppery specks are the giveaway, and, yes. and you did a yeah. nice job. Uh, that is Dallas Grass. Uh, what is your lawn grass? Well, I've, I've kind of got a, a, a wooded lawn, so it's really just a mix of whatever I can get to grow in that rock. <laughs> I grew up in San Antonio, so you, you kind of know the layout. Well, I I lived six whole weeks there before I was adopted, so I, I don't have a lot of recollection of lawns. <laughs> gotcha. Well, that's really really rocky, and uh, I'm I'm okay. I, I I do understand. Um, the The problem that we have with Dallas grass is it is the most tenacious of all weeds. By the way, let me go back and and clean up that other thing I was getting to. I I thought you had KR blue stem. It blooms in the in late summer and fall. Dallas grass normally blooms all season long, so that's that okay. was the thing that threw me off. Um, the uh, Dallas grass is perennial, and so pre-emergent weed killers will not help with it. Um, mm-hmm. If you have a few clumps of it, you know, if if five percent of your lawn has Dallas grass, I would very definitely spot treat with a glyphosate like the original Roundup, with no other weed killer mixed with it. I would use a tank sprayer, a, a two-gallon tank sprayer, and I would uh, spray straight down into the clumps of the Dallas grass. It's going to kill any other grass that is in that in that spot that you spray, but it does not go into the soil and, and sprawl out and spread out, um, even with rain. It just kills what it hits. Okay. And so that, that would be the best way to get rid of it in clumps. Um, the problem comes when, when you have Dallas grass in a big area of a lawn and you have it all through the lawn because then you can't be that specific. That's yeah, a real problem. That's what I got. Yeah, that's a real problem. Uh, do you have St. Augustine through much of your lawn? Uh, no, sir. Very little. Very little. All right. Okay, now at this point, uh, I, I put a period and a hard return and another hard return to go to a new paragraph because what I'm telling you from this point on is just observation. Everything I've said so far is what I would recommend from this point on is just observation. We had a product for all of my career until about 10 years ago called MSMA. M-S-M-A. Those are M's as in mother. Mm-hmm. And it was taken off the market because the A at the end of it is arsenic. And uh-huh. it was deemed to be not a good thing to be putting into the environment. Uh, what the truth of it was uh, that arsenic's a naturally occurring uh, element in the in the soil anyway. But uh, and there are a lot of professionals in universities who said that didn't need to be taken off the market. But that's not the reason we called this meeting. Um, it is still sold for limited use uh, in controlling weeds in uh, certain, I think, golf course uses. And ditches, highway ditches, don't get that one, but that's uh-huh. what, it's, what it's allowed for use. And my observation has been that it seems to, uh, the, some of the, well, well, be careful how I phrase this, it just seems to me that some of the lawn care companies are able to get rid of Dallas grass in lawns. Uh-huh. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. I don't know of any other weed killer that works on Dallas grass without killing the, the Bermuda grass. 
that's that's the that's the uh, the thing that was so good about MSMA. So I just leave that observation there on the table for you to figure out. I I can't figure it out. I have my idea. Uh, you can buy MSMA out of Canada and and in in big five gallon containers, I think. But I'm just observing, not recommending. So anyway, okay. well I'm uh, I'm listening to your observation. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. So anyway, that's that's what I have. Todd, I appreciate your call very, very Thanks much. Good day. luck with it. Drive safely. All right, we'll come back and go to Mac in Corsicana, Greg in Lucas as we hop all around, and that's good. These are two shrub questions coming up, and that's good. Let me tell you about Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. The The crux of this message is you've heard me talk about the book. It's uh, 344 pages, the best paper I could find, hardback, not paperback. I wanted it to last. I wanted to be able to hand it to you and say, this is the best work I've done in my career. I've been doing this for 50 years. This is the best. I'm, I'm really happy with this book. I want to be able to say that, and I think I can. That's why I sign every book. Uh, 840 of my best photographs. I didn't want this book to be in stores because I wouldn't be able to sign them. I didn't want it on Amazon because, well, yeah, some other reasons there. Um, and I wanted to be able to, I wanted to print it in the United States so I could go to the press checks and make sure it looked the way I wanted it to look. Okay, so here is your Christmas special done in October so that we can get it to you before Christmas. Remember, the Postal Service is saying, you got problems. We can't get enough employees. You have to order way early and, and you're hearing that. And I'm, I'm reacting to that. Here is the, the Christmas special, good until November 15, a month from now basically. First book regular price just $36.95. That's a bargain. But the second and third book shipped to the same address only $31 each. Wow. That's almost a $6 savings per book. That's the biggest discount I've ever offered. And um, you save also on postage when you have them shipped together. So boy, that is a deal for you. But you need to do it before November 15. Don't wait until November 15. Because at that point, there becomes a chance that I can't get it done quickly. 2,000 books in two weeks last year at Christmas. I can't do that again. So take advantage of it. Get it done now. You can order from my website or you can call my office. Those are the only two ways you can order. And uh, Gretchen at my office is helping someone in the hospital. And so she is in and out of the office. It's better to do it at the website. However, the office phone number, normally 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way, definitely, definitely better. Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, Join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed 
and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy, very, very much. That is our church. I'm proud to uh, offer that, at, obviously, at no uh, cost to my church. We'd love to invite you to join. Um, and I don't mean that physically join, become a member of the church. I'd love to have that, but but just to join in on a worship service. If you can do it online, that would be fine, too, at sharingtheheart.org. The 1005 service is um, live-streamed, and uh, there are services at 8, 9, 1005, and 11.10, and then contemporary services at uh, 10.05 and 11.10. And so join our family, if you will, please. Downtown McKinney, First United Methodist Church. Whiskey Stone sponsors my program. They have for many, many, many years. Mike and Derek Wisnand own and operate this fine company. It's a second and third generation family business. And I think the world of these men, they are leaders in the nursery industry. They are revered in the nursery industry and, uh, you won't find nicer people. Uh, they have, uh, they have represented TNLA, the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, you know, with the Christmases for caring when the, the gifts are picked up at uh, Callaway's and then delivered to the Denton State Sport Living Center. It's Whiskey Stone out there leading the, the pack on all of that. Just great people. Well, when you want stone, this is the place to go. They deliver anywhere you can hear me. 22 acres of this beautiful stone. If you're doing retaining walls, if you're doing patios, if you're doing walkways, uh, whatever it is you need. Maybe you're doing a pool decking around your swimming pool or a fountain. Maybe you want uh, just decorative boulders in your landscape or river rock for a, a garden uh, mulching type material. They have it all. Decorative gravel, pavestone, interlocking concrete pavers, they have it all. They have the knowledge and they have contact with the landscape contractors who can do the jobs for you. Whiskey Stone open Monday through Saturday at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. 817-429-0822. 817-429-0822. That's Whiskey Stone. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. All right, thank you, Stuby. Let's go back to the phones. We have Mac in Corsicana. Mac, this is Neil. Good morning. Oh, thank you, Neil. Good morning. Uh, I've got these older crepe myrtles. Uh, they're 30 years old. I just noticed the other night I have a large yard light, and they got some white buds on them, a few, very few. That's kind of odd for this time of year, I thought. Um, it's odd. Uh, I have taken photos of crepe myrtles in early November in full bloom. Uh, it's just whatever gets them excited. It, it, it's just uh, one thing that uh, that we all kind of forget is that they are subtropical trees. Uh, when Dr. Don Egoff did his uh, just historic breeding work at the United States National Arboretum uh, to try to find powdery mildew resistant crepe myrtles, he was using the the species Lagerstromia forii that he brought from Japan. Um, and it is even more tropical, um, and, and a lot of those tend to go right into the late fall and winter without going dormant at all. They're still growing at that point, and so they're the ones that tend to bloom later into the fall. 
Uh, I saw a, a uh, it may have been a coma, the variety of coma, uh, in full bloom about, oh, three or four days ago. And I thought, you know, I'm going to take a photo, and I, it just was not in a place where I could get back to it very easily, and I didn't. But uh, it, it's not certainly not common, Mac, but it, yeah, it's also not maybe, unheard of. Yeah, I thought maybe because of the winter stuff. You know, these have lost most, a lot of their leaves. Yeah. Probably a fourth of it. Okay. No, it, it, it happens. It happens, and, and you'll see I have photos that I have uh, not stamped on the photo itself, but you can always tell with a digital photo when it was taken. And I have some from uh, mid-April uh, that were in full bloom. And, and it's just go figure. That's why we love crepe myrtle so much. They have a long bloom season. But uh, hey, I, I, It just seemed unusual. I, I don't think I'd ever seen it. But yeah, anyway, it I is unusual. That. Yeah. Hey, do I appreciate you, do you your call. Anything, do you know anything about a creeping Jenny? Uh, a little bit. What do you need? They never bloomed. We had three of them. They're all in baskets. They never bloomed. They supposed to have little yellow flowers, maybe? Perhaps, but it's not anything. I, mine have never bloomed, so I can't speak oh, to that okay. too much. Yeah. Okay. All right. I haven't grown Appreciate it very it, often. Neil. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Have a good day. Let's go to Greg and Lucas. Greg, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, Neil. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Um, yes, sir. I do have a question for you. I've got a some loripetalum uh, shrubbery around my home that I've had for a while. And uh, they took a beating last winter. Um, and what I did is I, I pruned some of them back, you know, really low. And uh, they seem to have new growth and coming back. And some other ones I just left alone just to see what they would do. I mean, they're, they're trying to grow. The leaves aren't really as pretty as the other ones were. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, should, should I just prune those back as well or dig them up? What do you think I should do? Well, Greg, I live in rural Collin County as well, and probably not more than 10 miles from you. Um, I was so excited when Laura Pedalums came into the marketplace 30 years ago, and now I will tell you that on my list of about eight or nine plants that I call my Never Again Neil list, Laura Pedalums are quite near the top. Oh, my goodness. I have had it with them. I've tried every one that they bring out saying, oh, this is new and improved. And let me tell you the cast of characters that are on that list. For me in, in Collin County, in the Blackland soil of North Texas, on that list I have bald cypress trees because they always seem to get iron deficient. I have wax myrtle because they always start losing branches, big branches. Uh, I have... Um, I'm not going to grow hydrangeas anymore because they just take too much water, regular hydrangeas. Um, some of the other plants, but, but Laura Pedalums are right up there at the top of that list because they just are nothing but whiners. They last two or three years, and then they start turning yellow from iron right. deficiency. They need the same kind of love and care that azaleas need, but they don't seem to appreciate it as much as azaleas do. I'd rather have azaleas anytime. So I, you're asking me what I would what I would do. Um, I would have them out. They would have been out. All of mine went out 10 years ago. Uh, what you should do, I can't tell you. That's up to you. But gotcha. I'd, I'd find something a little more grateful for the space that I gave it. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, they, these, last, these have lasted about 10 or 15 years. I'm, I was happy with them, uh, but this, that winter stood them in. So I'll probably just go ahead and dig them up. Well. <laughs> yeah, when you when you hear a nursery ad on my program, and the word Laura Pedalum comes up, and you said, was Neil mumbling, or what was that? Has he had some kind of a medical issue? No, it was Laura Pedalum. 
He just uh, didn't want to say it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Neil. Pretty good. You're welcome. Have a good day. Thank you. Let's go to, uh, we'll come back and go to Dale in Cleburne in just a moment. He says, a teddy bear magnolia question. That's a lovely plant, and I want to talk about that one. So stay with us, please. Let me tell you right now about arborological services. These are the people who deal with trees. You say, what is that word he keeps talking about? Sounds like he's got a medical problem right there on arborological. You know what? When Steve Hauser chose that name for his company, Arbor means trees, and illogical, well, that didn't come out right, did it? Arbor illogical means it's a forestry term. It refers to trees, and uh, these people work with trees. That When they get up in the morning, they're thinking about trees. When they sit there at the breakfast table and talk, they're talking about trees. Over coffee, it's trees. When they have a company meeting with their 12 a certified arborist and the and the management they're talking trees and it's a fun conversation because i've been in some of those meetings and it really is interesting to hear the best in the business talk about trees so if you want the finest tree service you're going to call arborological services and uh, and you'll take the advantage of 12 international society of arboriculture certified arborists college degreed people, men and women who have degrees in plant pathology, horticulture, and forestry. Three of their people selected as Arborists of the Year, Steve Hauser, Kevin Bassett, Russell Peters. Russell has his uh, master's degree in Oak Wilt. He talks about that. I mean, these folks are the best. So whatever your needs are for your trees, your trees represent so much financial investment in the value of your property. Give them the best possible care. It doesn't necessarily cost any more to have the best. Well, there are people who will come with a pickup truck and a, and a chainsaw. Now, those people probably are cheaper, but they're not worth anything. You want the best, and you want Arborological Services. 866-552-7267. The only people I'll ever allow to touch my trees. 866-552-7267 on the web. It's Arborological.com. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter at The Tree Experts, Arborological Services. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. If you're not informed, then you're out of the loop. All you have to do is ask. Alexa, open WBAP. Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. You can see what it looks like by going to my website. That's Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. And you can click on the eGardens tab. The latest issue is always there for you to look at. And the sign-up is right there as well. I hope you'll sign up for it. We have 77,000 people who subscribe. I will never give or sell your email address to anybody, and I'll never spam you myself. I don't work that way. Neil Sperry's eGardens. Join us, won't you, every Thursday night, just a little after 6 p.m. Neil Sperry's eGardens, free and always will be. Sign up at neilsperry.com. <laughs> years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. One of the candidates for governor has COVID. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com. WBAP first traffic and weather. On the ones. Construction has closed 635's HOV lanes in both directions between the TI Access Road and La Prada Drive. 
Another construction project is closed east and westbound I-30's HOV lanes between Center Street and President George Bush Turnpike. That's a long-term project, should be uh, effective at least through the rest of the year. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Increasingly cloudy today, windy, warm, more humid, high temperature 92. Tonight, things change. Thunderstorms are likely. Some of them could be strong to severe. The night's low, 65 or so. Monday, everything's better. Sunny and cooler on Monday. High temperature, 84. Right now, 74 degrees. Republican candidate for Governor Ellen West announced Saturday he has COVID-19 pneumonia and expects to be hospitalized. West says both he and his wife have been receiving monoclonal antibody injections. According to his Twitter account, West has not been vaccinated against COVID-19. The U.S. Concealed Carry Association says 40% of new gun owners in 2020 were women. Gun trainer Beth Alcazar expects that percentage is going to grow. Despite some of the bad things that we've been watching or hearing about in the media, we've seen a positive turn toward firearms ownership and use and training for protection. I think more and more people across the board are realizing that options are good and it's important. Alcazar says the Concealed Carry Association's goal is to train more than a million gun owners in the next four years. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 10 o'clock. Keep up with today's changing weather picture on Twitter at Brad Barton DFW. Also, check back several times throughout the day. Stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very, very much. This hour is sponsored by Baylor Scott & White Health, and they're pretty special people. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. I'd like to take some time to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people, the ones who keep us happy and healthy. They are a beloved healthcare workers who are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. Thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. They don't know what that term means. It's not easy to protect us from COVID. We're pretty hard-headed if you hadn't noticed. But we see you showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy. That hard-headed part I added into their script, by the way. Blame that one on me. And to you, my listener, remember that there are plenty of ways you can show your appreciation to the front line. Get vaccinated. Wear your mask. Those are great ways to show your support and share those messages on social media. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott & White Health, especially to the front line for all that you do to keep us all safe. Thank you. Hear about it. Talk about it. Right here. They're going to be ineffective on this immigration issue, and they're going to use it to their benefit. What's going to happen? Use Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. 
Homegrown goodness, that's what Mueller is all about. They've been producing quality steel buildings and metal roofing right here in Texas since back in the Great Depression 90 years ago. Well, now you can grow a Mueller greenhouse right in your own backyard. They're easy to assemble, bolt together greenhouses come in five sizes, from 6x9 to 12x21. And they feature a galvanized steel frame with more than 30 designer trim colors from which to choose. With hail-resistant polycarbonate panels, lockable walk doors and windows, a Mueller greenhouse will let the sun shine in while it protects your plants year-round. Don't let the weather ruin what you've worked so hard to produce. Get a great greenhouse from a Texas-grown company. Visit Mueller online, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, at MuellerInc.com or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-MUELLER. 3553 Mueller Inc. Greenhouses. You don't just want your garden to grow, you want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. My wife is uh, on the board of Baylor Scott and White McKinney, and uh, she goes to the board meetings. And for a long time, they were virtual board meetings. I think they may still be. And so she hears about all of the hard work and all of the things that the frontline workers in the hospitals in that hospital uh, go through. And if you are not grateful yet, you need to be. You really need to be for what they do. So thank you. Um, I also need to invite you to call. We have uh, time for two more calls. I have two lines open. Two more calls. 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. Dale is in Cleburne. Dale, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm well. Thank you, sir. What can I do to help you? Well, yesterday we uh, went out and replaced all of our plants that we have in our entryway, which we own multiple acres like yourself. Uh, We have a fairly large flower bed out there. And one of the things I planted was they call it a teddy bear magnolia. Yes, sir. For years I've heard you talk about the little gym. uh, And my mind does not recall you ever speaking of this teddy bear. And I just wasn't that familiar with it at all. So I'm going to get your input on that. But also I wanted to say that your last caller, you was talking about uh, Laura Pedlam. Uh, I purchased three of those and put them in his flower bed also. I'm hoping (laughs) I didn't make a mistake. (laughs) Sorry about that. Didn't mean to break your heart. Teddy bear magnolias are, uh, are lovely plants. Um, they are very different from Little Gem. Little Gem is uh, is a dwarf magnolia, southern magnolia, that gets about 30 to 35 feet tall. And in all respects, it's about half size. The leaves are half size, the flowers are half size, and the tree is half size. Teddy bear magnolia is really odd because its leaves are full size, the flowers are full size, but the tree is about 15 feet tall when it's mature. It's a very tiny tree. 
and and slow growing. I have one. I've talked about it a good bit. It's it's uh, certainly not a shade tree. It's one you would use more where you would have a crepe myrtle or a yopon holly, um, but where you want a a big uh, bold statement. I have one in a in the center of a, a circular bed, a large bed on on our hillside, and and it's done well. It's been there 10 or 12 years, and it's 10 or 12 feet tall. It was a five-gallon plant when I, I planted it. So they do not grow quickly. <laughs> well, that's, uh, I wasn't expecting to grow quickly, but I sure. actually wasn't expecting to grow quite that slow either. But right. uh, uh, from what you're just telling me, that's not what I understood. Based on the, the, the little paperwork that comes with it, it uh, shows that it's supposed to grow like 20 feet high. 12 foot wide which anything smaller than that would be even better for us well give us a little leeway the difference between 15 and 20 feet uh, could be a difference of of uh, the soil in cleburne and the soil in tyler uh, for example or or birmingham and so that's that's negotiable so maybe maybe 20 feet i I don't think they're ever going to get 20 feet tall my i'm not counting on mine to be that tall not in my lifetime but it's uh, it's a lovely little tree. It's just odd that a that a really compact tree would have full size leaves. It just <laughs> it's just really unusual. It's a very pretty plant. Well, I'm I'm very excited about having it. I I just wish I'd have known more because I was I just don't recall you ever talking about it. I listen every Sunday morning. But well, it it comes up periodically, and it's it's in the book that you heard me do the ads for. It it's in there. Oh and, yeah, I, yeah. I've bought several of them already. Good. Good. I appreciate you, sir. All right. Well, have a great day. Thank you so much. All right. Let's go to Connie in Dallas. Connie, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. I babied some Laura Pendulum along, and they are just not doing well. What's an alternative to those? Well, uh, remember that Laura Pendulums come in all sizes and shapes, and and so when you look for an alternative, you really kind of have to uh, you have to decide what what are we talking about? Are you talking about one of the large ones? Are you talking about one of the really dwarf weeping ones? Uh, and and it's hard to you know it's like saying what's an alternative for a crepe myrtle? Uh, well, um, depends on which crepe myrtle you're trying to replace, and it also depends on whether you're willing to uh, acknowledge that nothing looks exactly like a crepe myrtle except another crepe myrtle. Nothing looks like a loropedalum except another loropedalum, and so I don't know exactly what your needs are. I need a little more to go on. Uh, let's do a mid-sized plant. And what what height then? Uh, maybe three or four feet. Oh. That's a tiny plant. Uh, mid-sized oh. to me would be uh, eight or ten feet tall. So, all right. Uh, so, a three to four foot shrub would be the dwarf hollies, dwarf abelias. Um, those would be, and and some of the compact nandinas. So, I would have nandina compacta. I would have boxwood, um, one of the uh, winter green type boxwoods. That's in lowercase, just the ones that hold their color during the winter. I would have a dwarf Burford holly or dwarf Yopon, Carissa holly or uh, a dwarf Chinese holly. Those are all sub four feet. Uh, okay. You could, you could use uh, dwarf abelias. There are several dwarf abelias. Okay. 
And the Nandinas, they have, what, green, and they turn the pretty fall colors? Yeah, they do. Uh, I like uh, Compacta the best. It's the second uh, shortest, well, of the common ones. Uh, It is the second oldest variety. It's been around 50 years or longer. There are some really nice uh, uh, newer ones, but there also are some that are not terribly exciting that have been introduced since then. I, I have a lot of Compacta in my landscape. And I've always been very, very happy with it. It gets about uh, 42, 44 inches tall, but I prune mine every winter to remove the the, the tallest canes. Uh, if, if I have uh, a bed that has 100 canes in it, I'll cut 50 of them back to the ground. And so it shortens the height of the bed. It takes me 10 or 15 minutes to do that uh, with lopping shears. And then those that I've just cut back to the ground sprout out at the ground and fill in, and uh, and the bed looks great. Then it looks fabulous. So that's okay. that's that has worked really well for me for many years, okay. for forty years. Okay, you've given me something to go on. All right, well, we accomplished that. Then that's a good deal. All right, thank you for calling. Uh, let's see, we will come back in just a moment to go to Larry in LaRue. So stay with me, and we'll have Larry talking about St. Augustine fertilizing. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. This is, uh, you know, there's going to come a time here in a couple weeks where I'll say, well, this is just about your last chance. Well, it's not there yet, but it's getting close. And the reason for that is I'm going to hold this offer through November 15. I have had about five weeks that I'm giving you the Christmas offer, the best Christmas offer I can give you. And I'm trying to get these orders in early uh, just because there were so many at the very last minute last year. I just can't handle that again this year, folks. Those 16, 17-hour days and nights were more than I could take last year, seven days a week for two two weeks. Our Christmas just wasn't a whole lot of fun last year. My wife had broken her shoulder, and it just uh, was kind of... So I, I don't want to do that again. So I've put the special offer up front this time. The post office tells us, too, they're going to have a hard time delivering. So let's get this done. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. First book, $36.95. Second and third books to the same mailing address. The biggest discount I've ever put on it for this kind of a special, just $31 each. That's almost a $6 savings if you order it before November 15, if you order it now. Now, this is the book that has 344 pages, 840 of my best photos. It's a hardback printed on high-quality paper printed in San Antonio. I sign every copy as it sells. It is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. I chose that because I didn't want to to miss the chance to sign all the copies. 68,000 copies sold. I guarantee satisfaction or a full refund. I've not been asked to refund yet on any of those 68,000 books. So I think you're going to like the book. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is the calendar of 48 pages of when to do all the important tasks, plant, prune, fertilize, and spray month by month. Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I worked more than a year on this book. 
I think you'll find it to be ultimately helpful in your landscaping and gardening. And I think the people that receive it from you will be really grateful for that gift. There are two ways you can order. One is from my website. One is from my office. If you want to call the office Monday through Friday, we will be open tomorrow. You can do so 9 to 5. The office is closed periodically as uh, as Gretchen at my office helps uh, someone at the hospital. Uh, but the uh, number is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way that you can always do 24-7 is by going to my website, neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Remember, the offer is gone after November 15. Don't delay. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. They are super helpful. Great people, great men and women who own their own stores. This is not a, uh, this is not a national uh, company where you're just dealing with somebody who's put in place to take care of the store for us, will you? No, it's not that way at all. These are men and women who have invested in their communities by buying the rights to have an Ace Hardware store in their community. And uh, each store has its own personality. Each store has its own employees who are people you already know. That's why you get individual service. That's why they know what you're encountering in your own community. They are parts of their neighborhoods. October is Fire Safety Month at Ace. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on first alert two and a half pound household fire extinguishers. Just twelve ninety nine with your Ace Rewards card. Regular price twenty four ninety nine, a limit of two. The first alert rechargeable home fire extinguisher is ideal for use in any household location. This multi-purpose extinguisher fights wood, paper, fabric, flammable liquid, and electrical fires. It has a durable metal head that's designed to meet demand household requirements. If the unit has been used, it can be recharged by a certified professional. It includes a mounting bracket to keep it uh, secure. There's a 10-year limited warranty. Now that is the first alert to and a half pound household fire extinguisher, just $12.99 with your ACE rewards card. Regular price $24.99, a limit of two. ACE, ACE is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much, and I hope you will do exactly that. Get the word out that these folks are appreciated. They've had a rough 18 or 20 months, haven't they? And thank you, and thanks to the firemen, the, the paramedics, the police officers, all the folks who are out there taking those chances. Let's go to Larry in LaRue. Larry, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. How can I help you? Oh, I have a new neighbor, and he put a little patch of St. Augustine grass, 
uh, sod down and about four weeks ago now, and he asked me if he should put winter fertilizer, winterizer for fertilizer down on it. Okay, and he's talking about doing it from this point forward? Well, he wanted to know if he should put it down now before the winter gets here. Uh, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, you may have missed my point, uh, my uh, comment uh, earlier this hour where I said I, this is the last call. It, it needs to be done immediately or wait until spring. Uh, it's, it's getting precariously close to when we could have our first freeze. And right. so, yeah, if he wants to fertilize, he could. Now, this is grass that was planted a month ago. Yeah, this I would the then I would fertilize it very sparingly, Larry. I would probably use uh, what is normally used on a lawn, but at maybe one third the recommended rate of very light feeding. That grass is hardly able to utilize it at this point. I'll, I'll tell him then. Yeah, he's from New Mexico, and they just moved here. <laughs> well, he, his skin is going to probably. You know, maybe he brought all this dry weather with him. I don't know. He could have. Well, we're glad to have him. We're glad to have him. So anyway, I'd go ahead and fertilize, but very sparingly, and then water it in right away. Last summer, uh, my daughter received a gift of an orchid, uh and she was losing its. uh, It was losing its flowers, so she brought it to me and said, "Here, Dad, you can have it now." So it lost all its flowers. For the winter, I just put it out on my in my greenhouse. This late spring, I put it outside in heavy shade, and mm-hmm. it's blooming. It's bloomed all summer long. Good for you. What is it, a, a moth orchid, a, a phalaenopsis? Yeah, it's a, it's a white one. Yeah, the phalaenopsis orchids are uh, are really fun, and they're comparatively easy to grow and to rebloom. I'm not trying to diminish what you've accomplished. Good for you. Uh, most people are not aware that the orchid plant family is one of the largest plant families in the world. Yeah, it's uh, and they're widely distributed, uh, but uh, and and they're and they're fun. They're really fun. So, well, hey, I appreciate your call very much. Hope you have a great day. You too. All right, thank you much. All right, so I have about uh, I have a couple minutes and uh, things that I want to share with you that are important at this time of year. Uh, if you are buying bulbs, remember that the best thing you can do is invest in quality with flower bulbs for the spring. The worst thing you can do is get bargain bulbs. You get a, a mixed batch of a bag of bulbs, and you have you have not accomplished much. When you buy daffodils, you want to buy the largest. Uh, well, not necessarily largest, but the highest quality, number one bulbs is what I'm trying to say. They n- won't necessarily be the largest uh, daffodil bulbs you can find because those may be the great big hybrids like King Alfred and Unsurpassable, and those are not good investments for our area. They don't bloom again the second year. They, you'll get one year's bloom out of them, and they'll be done. Um, what you want is varieties that will naturalize or that will come back, that will establish and rebloom. Those are all terms that mean the same thing, that you'll get more blooms the second year and the third year and successive years. Small varieties, smaller flowering varieties, uh, to some degree, they don't have to be tiny, they don't have to be the little bitty narcissus jonquils, but, but smaller flowering varieties tend to rebloom better than the giant ones, and especially early flowering. Uh, two that are especially notable, several that are especially notable are uh, Carlton and Ice Follies, but then, and, and we all have those and, and succeed with them very well. And then Cheerfulness and, and Golden or Yellow Cheerfulness, um, 
geranium is another uh, daffodil variety that's very dependable. There are several others. Your best bet is to go to a daffodil specialist and buy your bulbs from that person, that company, and you'll be all set. It may be somebody local, but it, it may very well be uh, from a national source. Just trust your source and and uh, buy from somebody that comes very highly recommended, uh, maybe highly rated. Um, tulips need to go in the refrigerator for a minimum of 45 days at 45 degrees. So do hyacinths. Grape hyacinths and daffodils do not need that. They don't need that pre-cooling. So those are just a few things to think about. And uh, I think that pretty well wraps everything up that I wanted to talk about today. I hope you have a wonderful week. Hope you can get some gardening done. If you have a tree that uh, has some uh, dead limbs on it from the cold last winter, don't park the car under it tonight, just be forewarned. And uh, to Mike Bass, who has run the program today, thank you, sir. Good job. Thanks for listening. Until next week, happy gardening.